0: Watch the headbutts and elbows. No rabbit punches. No low blows. This will not be a clean fight. So protect yourself at all times. The underdogs are coming for the throne. This is the B size boxing podcast.
1: I don't. I do care. I'll put up a show about anything. I don't care. Yeah, there's something to care. Hey guys. Off. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yes. Uh, it's it's going.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> it, sorry about the the time stuff.
1: <laughs> no, that that was me. I sorry. <laughs> I didn't I didn't calculate it right. That was that was my bust.
0: It's so weird when it's more than twelve hours trying to figure out if you add or subtract. Uh, yeah. The extras.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> A lot of my prospects are overseas, and so I have to have I have secondary clocks. So I know what time it is over there. You
0: oh, yeah, those. I did that. I did that as well with my family. It is right now 5 a.m. for them. Or no, 5 p.m. for them and 8 a.m. for me. All right. Yeah, so I don't have like a mic. It doesn't sound okay. I put my headphones on. It's fine. Sounds fine. Yeah, sounds good. My okay. Okay.
2: sounds better than mine last time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good... <laughs> um, bar to get over
2: yeah honestly i <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was bad i wish i caught that like before but it is what it is
1: all right <clears throat> radio voice is ready
0: <clears throat> uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> all right welcome 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 back it is another episode of b-sides boxing we are getting ourselves into that two-week rhythm I'm joined today by my good buddy Drip, and there is a scent of somebody new in the room. Why don't you say hello?
0: Hi everyone. Uh, I'm Shannata from Canada. You <laughs> might have seen me on the Discord group.
1: Yes. Yeah. The uh, the Discord family has rotates in and out of B sides boxing. So there's a lot, not a whole lot to talk about actually. It's a it was a pretty light. Um, it's a light. 4 week block that we're going to be reviewing and previewing. So let's get right into a little bit of news. Um I did hear that Conor Ben is returning to welterweight. Um the last fight that he had at 154 was just kind of shaking the cobwebs off, I guess. Cuz so we talked about that pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um Fury versus Usyk is happening in December.
2: Let's go. Yep.
1: Yeah. About fucking time. Uh, so, uh. something that I was just, just a few seconds ago talking about in Discord is, so this fight is booked, right? But the Nganu fight has not happened yet. So, the appeal of the Fury-Nganu fight just multiplied for me. I I cannot tell you how much I'm hoping that Nganu just knocks Fury clean the fuck out. And then yeah. he has to walk into the Usyuk fight. Having been knocked out by an MMA guy. Oh goodness, please, please, please! Oh, dude, confidence, confidence shattered like yep. a glass
2: table.
0: Oh, uh, it would be so amazing! Like I am not a Fury fan at all, and I would just love to see him get his ass kicked by anyone. So,
1: I think that's a that I don't know if I've encountered a legitimate Fury fan at all. Uh, I think like uh, people respect his, his skill. Yeah, his his uh, mic skills are good.
0: Yeah, but and his boxing skills are obviously good. But yeah. I also just don't like his style. He's not fun to watch to me. Too much clinching and leaning and
1: using his size to his advantage, but not in a technical boxing kind of way. Not really, anyway. He does a lot more of leaning on people to tire them out.
0: Yeah, and it it slows down fights so badly. But I'm not a huge heavyweight fan to start with. I like the lightweight classes because they throw so many punches. So yeah.
2: I I wonder if um if he's gonna try to like I guess out muscle quote unquote Naganu But is that really gonna work with Naganu being probably as sh- strong as he is? Like if you leads on him, is Nagano gonna just throw him off?
0: Yeah, I don't think you can use those tactics. Takes on an MMA guy because he's going to be better at it, right? Like yeah. that's half of his game.
1: Yeah, grappling and that muscling people is part of what what he does professionally. So you can't. Yeah, he's not going to be able to do that.
0: Well, and like I assume MMA guys train for that, so it won't tire them out like it might boxing guys who don't train those muscles as much.
1: Yeah, you're right. <sighs> Um, all I can do is offer, make a blood sacrifice to, who, I don't know who, <laughs> but as long as Nganu just touches that chin once, uh, I'm hopeful. Yeah, it's,
2: it's going to be interesting, because, like, if he does get knocked out, or even injured, like, because that fight's in, what, like, a few weeks, is it, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. And if they're aiming for, <clears throat> for, uh, Usyk and Fury by December, I mean, if he does get injured, like, does that put a stall on the fight then, obviously, or... Probably so two questions to be answered now. Yeah, they'll.
0: I mean, they'll delay realistically, it. Realistically, I I don't think Engano's gonna land anything big no. in a boxing match. Absolutely but... not. <laughs> no, I hope definitely he
2: does. not. Uh, but yeah. listen, we we'll never shy away from puncher's chance. We've seen it happen. It's no nothing out of the ordinary.
1: Actually, we have a puncher's chance, kind of, of a puncher's chance situation that played out that we'll be talking about in a little bit. Uh, let's keep let's keep it going here. Uh, Ryan Garcia is coming back December second against who? Question mark. Yes, Oscar Dwarfe. Yeah, question mark. <laughs> uh, pretty yeah, unheralded guy. Do you
0: guys guy. know who Dwarfe are? No. Is, oh, course? I
1: looked him up and I couldn't. I didn't see anything that was recognizable on his resume. Yeah,
2: I I, I didn't either. I'm not. either i am not will be honest. I don't know who he was until a few days ago.
1: This is a confidence. This is a get back fight for Ryan Garcia. Get his confidence back. That's that's all it is. I'm not sure why they're trying to play it up like it's something else. Well, at least that's what uh, Oscar De La Hoya is trying to do.
2: Yeah, going through his box records. Uh, uh, I mean, nothing exciting for sure.
0: I mean, yeah, I was never fight. super impressed with Garcia anyways. I, I think they picked him because he has a nice face. <laughs> like, I, he has no dedication. He could be really good, but he's not going to be. I think he
2: has like that athleticism and but he just like you said no dedication no heart really but he has all like the physical genetics yeah he's athletically
1: gift, gifted for sure hmm. um, yeah
0: but like mentally he always looks scared in the ring Yeah, a- after after tank dropped him in round two
2: it was just <laughs> playing it safe the next few rounds until he just uh, maybe i don't want to say he quit but i guess a lack of better terms he kind of just gave up when that after that body well, shot
0: yeah, even the uh, Luke Campbell fight, oh, when yeah. he got hit, when he stood up, he looked scared. He looked like a small guy in a bar fight all of a sudden.
2: Yeah, I, I wonder how things would have been different for him if he lost that Luke Campbell fight. Like, where would his career be now?
0: I, I think they would have just kept promoting him the same. I I really think he is just their way to get girls watching boxing. <laughs>
1: probably the his promotional success is not necessarily predicated on him winning it's more of him looking flashy and being handsome while doing it that's
0: he
2: listens really all that a to handsome it. guy he is can't deny that
0: oh for sure um, i mean i watch him for his face <laughs> yeah,
2: bro's hairline has not flinched at all
1: he's like and he's not terrible He's not great. Like, when they were talking about that whole Four Princes little thing a while
2: back, I know,
0: he was thing. very yeah. clearly
1: the least talented of all of them.
0: Yeah.
2: Is this his first fight under Derek James with uh, Oscar? Yes. Ooh, this should be... Oh, yeah, because, right, he he had Joe Goosen for Tank. Yep. Um, this should... I don't know. Maybe he'll do better under um Derek James, but we'll see. Because I guess he's around, like, you know, he's around AJ, around um Spence, so maybe there's just more motivation there to do better. (laughs)
1: Around Jermel Charlo?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay. (laughs)
1: We'll get to that in a
0: minute. I will say he spent less time on Instagram.
1: Oh, goodness. He's
2: with the Lions, then.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right. let's let's move down into our (laughs) review block here. We are reviewing from September 24th to October 7th, which was yesterday for us in the US. Alright, so on Friday, September 29th, Tevin Farmer Won by round six knockout over... Wait, the author? Uh, yes, uh, touted, highly <laughs> lauded, um, v- selling author. I'm not going to say best-selling, but selling <laughs> author, Tevin Farmer. Did, did you buy his book? I did not. I'm not going to pay <laughs> okay. like fucking $40 for a PDF. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want a physical book in my hand, if that's how much I'm going to pay. Listen,
2: listen get, get Eddie Hearn's book, I'm telling you. It's pretty good.
1: All right, so there's that. Uh, Tevin Farmer's going to get try to get himself back into the mold. It's audible yeah. silence. Yeah. Uh, he's going to try to get himself back in the mold. All right. Uh, okay, so let's get on September 30th. It really quickly, a matchroom card at the Wembley Arena in the UK. Uh, cruiserweight, IBF cruiserweight champion Jai Apataya makes his matchroom debut with a fourth round knockout of Jordan Thompson who was the fifth rated uh fighter in the ibf so that's kind of so fun that
2: was that was, that was interesting so they mentioned uh, jordan thompson has no amateur background yeah he went like, straight oh. into the like, pros oh. what, from like like a boxing gym just sparring to just right into the pros like
1: a lot of mexican I, fighters do that so it's not unheard of
2: interesting but like, I have one amateur fight just to get your feet wet.
1: Yeah, you know, kind of get your confidence about you. Get, kind of get some experience on what you're gonna be getting yourself into.
2: Dude, listen, to do that and kind of be where he's at, it's yeah. pretty solid. Can't even hate on that.
1: Yeah, he made it to the championship. He's at a championship level. Like, I mean, cruiserweight is not the most glamorous division, but still, still, you're still a world like at a world championship level of boxing.
2: Listen. Shout out to him for that, then. That's pretty solid. All right. Uh, Apataya just gave some work, though.
1: Yeah, it was uh, pretty clear. uh, I think from Mm -hmm. the beginning of the second, what was gonna that this was gonna be over soon. All right. Let's get to the travesty. The (laughs) um, (laughs) how? What words can I use to express my anger for paying for this shit? Disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. Like, I would very much like to talk to Jermell Charlo, like a disappointed dad. Like, bro, are you there's, serious?
2: There's a lot of things you could like, really say about that fight. None of them are good, to be honest. But Yeah,
1: not a whole lot. <laughs> but let's go from the bottom up. Um, so on the prelims, we had Frank Sanchez. He got a third round stoppage over Scott Alexander. But that's the only one on the prelims that I really wanted to point out. Just Frank Sanchez doing his thing. Elijah Garcia versus Jose Resendez, Wow, this one was a fucking banger. It was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, actually, I missed that first fight, but the Garcia fight was awesome. I am now a fan.
1: Yeah, he he lives like kind of in the, a little bit out in the sticks of the wider Phoenix area. So I'm going to continue to claim him as a hermano of mine. Once I found out he's from Phoenix, I had to ride. (laughs) I I always ride for him. Yeah, (laughs) right. So he's coming up. He has some very solid ratings by all four sanctioning bodies: seven, eight, six, fourteen in IBF, WBA, WBC, WBO, respectively. So he has all of he has the accolades, but he's coming up in a really uh, questionably talented division. We'll say to try to be nice. Uh, middleweight does, is not necessarily stacked. There's not a whole lot going on here. Anyone who's anyone moved up to chase Canelo. So, yeah. what does this, Shanata, really start? What do you think this means for Garcia? Like, he says he wants to be a world champion before the age of 21. And do you think he's close? Can he accomplish that?
0: I mean, that was just a war and super exciting. So, I think they're going to promote him to try and do that. But 21's really young like yeah. i don't i don't know i think i think if if they match him with the right people and his defense was a little questionable i think if i'm thinking of the right fight cuz that's the one where it was just an infighting war yeah, wasn't it
1: resentis was tagging him up pretty good for the first like 3 or 4 rounds it was pretty one sided even
0: yeah i i mean he's young and i hadn't seen him before if if he can work on his defense, I think he's got a shot to be a world champion by 21.
1: This his defense it I've seen him fight a few times before this. He did show some holes where where before he did not. So it does oh, it wow. is kind of questionable. But Prescott is also better than the people he fought before. So there is that too.
0: Fair, yeah. I know it's what everyone says, but I think he needs a little more head movement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: very mexican style that fight it was great to watch i love it but probably not great for him
1: no yeah if he wants to fight long term and he's he's had kids at like 16 Oh, Jeez. so like yeah you're gonna have to work on your your defense if you want to have any longevity in the sport
0: i Can- mean at least he's got someone to look after him when the cte sits in <laughs>
1: <laughs> drip anything on resendez garcia
2: uh, so I missed a majority of that card because I was at a concert. Oh, I caught, that's
1: right. I yeah, saw.
2: I caught some of um, Mario's and uh, you got. I missed entirely of Lubin, and but I did watch majority of the Canelo fight until I turned it off from disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, so I did miss the majority of this car, unfortunately.
1: That's all right. but So let's get to Barrios and Ugas, if that, if you did see a bit of that one. So this was for the interim WBC welterweight title. Mario Barrios gets the yeah. UD. They came in ranked fourth and second. I recall myself saying a few weeks ago that this was Ugas. This was them setting Ugas up to fight Thurman, that they were going to have Barrios as the common opponent. Obviously, Thurman... Rearranged Barrios's face, and Ugas yeah. uh, was was a, to me, it was a, a clear setup to get them, those two on the same platform. But that's uh, Barrios had different plans. So thanks, thanks Barrios, making me look dumb. <laughs> oh,
0: I, I don't think you're wrong. Like Ugas was the betting favorite. Yeah, I think Barrios just kind of upset everyone's plans. But I also think Ugas' eye is done.
2: Yeah, I don't think Whatever he's going to fight Whatever surgery they
0: did, yeah, I don't yeah, think it worked out
2: for him. Terrible. That was a terrible eye.
1: Yeah, that started looking bad about midway through. and it it hit the first didn't...
2: jab, set it off.
1: Yeah, it's just not getting better. And then by the, I want to say like the ninth, it was it was practically shut. And uh, Barrios was able to capitalize on that really
2: well. Yeah, so... If I recall, didn't it... Um, Ugas lose a point for uh, spinning out his mouthpiece.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was uh, trying dude. to get, uh, get some time, get some, get some air. Ah, uh, dude, bad look, bro. Bad yeah. look. Yeah, it's not definitely not good. But.
0: And I do like Varios. Like I don't think he's gonna win a world title, but I, I like his whole shtick. The Aztec and the outfits. It's great.
1: The Aztec uh, warrior.
0: He's, he, he's still pretty yeah. young, honestly. He's only twenty
2: eight, so if he's fighting for a few years, I could see him winning a title eventually.
0: Maybe. I'd like him to, but I just, I don't know if he's that good actually.
1: So we have to think about who his contemporaries are. Like we're going to, I'm going to say this, assuming that Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence both move up after their rematch. That's assuming they have their rematch at 147. Either way, they move up, they're going on to bigger things. That still leaves guys, like I think Virgil Ortiz is might still be trying to campaign at welter. Jaron Ennis is absolutely at welter. Uh Emonstas okay. Stanionis is not a, is no slouch by any stretch of the imagination. So I Barrios is great. I I very much enjoy watching him fight as well, but he was he felt he seemed oversized for 140, but he seems undersized at 147. So I'm not entirely sure what to make of his prospects here.
2: They should do barrios versus montana love Oh um, god <laughs> i'm i don't and hate it, be it. A terrible fight i don't and hate it, it
0: terrible. <laughs> i just i'm so mad at montana love for that last dq i'm oh,
1: yeah, was... so mad at raz for not fucking going when he could have
2: <laughs> oh yeah i was in cleveland wasn't it
1: yeah the shit was down the street from him
2: ah bro could have ran there he could he
1: could have fucking walked legitimately could (laughs) have walked and he didn't go unacceptable all right speaking of unacceptable erickson (laughs) lubin gets the fucking decision over jesus ramos uh they came into this but ranked by the wbc at six and four i would very much like to set myself on fire that was really horrible. That was one of the most... we uh, Like, I know that the term robbery gets thrown around a lot. This right here, that was a fucking robbery. That was bad. That was highway robbery, train robbery, train highway robbery. Bank robbery. Bank robberies, train banks, fucking bank highways. Bo- boats. It was... All right, so something that I saw in Discord... <laughs> ran over yeah ran over (laughs) something i saw (laughs) on discord um where was somebody a few people were saying that ramos took his foot off the gas around round eight or nine he did yes but i was just talking to nathan on ultimate fucking casual the mma show we were talking about it a little bit was it such that he lost those rounds i don't think he did even if he did take his foot off the pedal, he didn't necessarily lose the round.
0: I think a couple of them he probably did. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't give all four to Lubin.
1: Right. Like best case scenario of the first six to eight rounds, you can say best case two were for Lubin, which is really generous. And then you give all four of the the, I don't know, decelerated rounds to Lubin as well. You're I don't know. Like best case scenario for Lubin was a draw. I really don't know what, what anybody could have been thinking here.
0: Well, and unanimous decisions. Yes. Like the robberies are usually split decisions.
1: He got one scorecard was nine to three, one was eight to four. Is that like, absurd.
0: There is no way you could score it that way.
1: No, absolutely not. Like seven five, you could show me your thinking, and I could I'll disagree with you, but you can show me your thinking (laughs) and I can see your logic behind it. Nonetheless,
0: I honestly want some sort of review for the judges in boxing where they have to show their work. Yeah. I want them to be able to let them rewatch highlights or whatever to remember, but go, this is the round I gave to him and this is why.
1: Yeah, maybe have them mic'd up talking into uh, a, a recording of some kind where it's keeping track of what nobody's seeing it, hearing it live, but they're keeping notes on what they're doing
0: or what or they're, what the they're seeing. Or at the very least you could have some sort of like just circle. Cause what's the three things you judge on ring generalship, effective aggression and defense, I guess just damage circle, is supposed I, to trump all. Yeah. But just have a thing they circle. Like I gave ah. it to Ramos for damage or I gave it to, you know, Lubin for ring generalship, or I don't know. I, I feel like you could put something in there that isn't hard for them to do.
1: Absolutely. Something, ne- whatever the case may be, something has to change. This is, this can- continues to happen.
0: Well, and I feel like it's getting worse. But yeah, maybe I'm just I do watching too. more boxing.
1: No, you're I mean... not entirely wrong there. Like It is e- egregious, blatant robberies are happening more. And it's yep.
0: Well, and when I watch with my family, and the fights are in Texas, I, it's just a running joke. Like Texas judges are all paid off.
1: They all typically go for damage. Like I mean, it's Texas. They want to see somebody die or something. So they're all cowboys they out always, there.
0: Always, always give the favorite the benefit of the doubt yeah. on any ground, though.
1: I'm so I'm still riding with Ramos. Uh, hashtag justice for Ramos because he did not lose that fight one bit.
0: I thought he was really classy in the interview, though.
1: He was. Um, All right, let's get to the main event. Canelo, the undisputed super middleweight champion, gets the unanimous decision over Jermel, the iron disappointment Charlo. (laughs) Who (laughs) is the undisputed champion at 154. I want to start with something that Nathan said was that Charlo looked a bit flat and deflated uh be, and he was, his thinking was that because he, Charlo's coming up in weight that was a major contributing factor to his really shitty performance
2: i you know I, i'll agree with that to an extent i think he should have had a fight at 168 before just to see if he can even manage the weight and how he'd move in it because just jumping into it with no absolute like, knowledge of how you would do. You might do really well, and you might do really shitty. And I guess he found out. So I, I can kind of agree with that.
0: My opinion on that fight was he got that first like solid hit and realized that Canelo hits harder than anyone he's ever fought. Yeah. And just tried to avoid damage.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's kind of like Terrence Crawford said. He's like, you kind of just down like canelo spank you yeah like, you didn't you didn't try to win even to i think in the post fight presser or it was some kind of interview he's like he didn't do anything to win he just did something to be there yeah he collected yeah. a paycheck that's, a, that's what he was there for it's yeah i just
0: even in the corners it it kind of seemed like the plan was to just not get hurt Like even the coaches i don't remember giving any solid advice on how to possibly win yeah, it, it just
2: overall felt like more a sparring session for Canelo than anything.
1: Oh, so Derek yeah. James, trainer of, of the year, coming into it, the last year he was trainer of the year. So is that, is it the curse? Is he is trainer of the year a cursed position or a cursed title to to win?
2: I don't think so. It's not like the Drake curse or anything. I just think they took a took a risk, a very uncalculated risk. Yeah. Jumping 14 pounds to 168, without uh, like a, I guess a tune-up fight prior to that, right into a championship fight with Canelo. Well, what would you think was going to happen? Like, I understand you got to be confident you're going to win, but you also got to be realistic. It's like I haven't fought at this weight before. I don't know how my powers are going to transfer or my movement. I've Um, never been hit by a
1: big guy or a guy this big before.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying it was lined up for them to fail because yeah he definitely could have won maybe if he just tried better or just something different but it just the cards were in their favor with that plan like what do they really think was going to be the outcome they're going to just walk but, over I law 168
0: yeah well and he has no plans to stay there like nope. i don't think he ever really thought he was gonna win in his heart
2: nah all that like lion talk this and that and crawford said at best it was just a, a spanking. He's like, yeah. you went there, laid down, and didn't even try. He's like, why would I fight you next? Not worth my time.
1: Yeah, he's off my and, hit
2: list. Yeah, Crawford would bully him worse than Canel did, probably.
1: <laughs> Which that is what Jermel, excuse me, called for mm-hmm. immediately was. Well, I'm going back to 154. I'll fight Terrence Crawford
2: at 154. <laughs> no, no, no. You you think you want to fight Terence yeah, Crawford? He... Terence Crawford isn't going to fight you. He's not going to give you a chance to fight him.
0: Uh, well, I, think... I wouldn't fight him after a performance like that either.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like. If he actually would have tried, like, to win, and not just be alive, then I think he would have got more respect out of it. Everyone kind of watched as, like, if he went out on his shield, bro? right? Yeah, let's let's use like Fury and Wilder three for example. Wilder was getting his shit clocked towards the end of the fight, but he didn't give up, bro. He just went out on his shield. Yeah. And just the way the buildup was coming with like Jermel talking all that lines and bullshit, it's like, what happened, bro? Where's the lines done now?
1: Well, I did at least pick a good song for my knockout in the first round pick. <laughs> Man, I even though I was I did edge it for Charlo. I was hoping that his physical attributes would have given him more would have given him a chance. I think that they I do still think they could if he would actually do something. But he didn't. So
2: yeah, because he, isn't he the same size as a uh, Bevel, pretty much? Like six yeah. one or six two?
1: About they're just about the same size.
2: Mm. Yeah, their measurements are very close. Yeah, so I mean, he had like the attributes to do good and he, win. It right? Just didn't have the heart.
1: So he's gonna go back to one fifty four. Uh, maybe he'll rematch Erickson Lubin. I guess, whatever. Two people that are that disappointed, everybody. <laughs> get to fight each
2: other it it was just a weird stint like in his career with this like why did you go to 168 to fight canelo what was like the reasoning behind it i'm sure there's probably a backstory that maybe i missed but more than likely money that's all i can think of honestly
0: well and i mean it's not a bad reason no you gotta look good doing it
1: yes uh if you're gonna collect just go collect a paycheck at least fucking earn it Yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, Let's keep it going here. Uh, Because if I keep talking about Jermel Charlo, I'm going to get upset. So, uh, real quick, on October 4th, this was a Wednesday, Pro Box TV. There were two fights on this, but the only one I really wanted to talk about was Pablo Cano, who had previously knocked out Jorge Linares, who we'll be talking about in a minute. He got a, a round six stoppage over Zachary Ochoa. That was actually a really fun scrap. Very, very entertaining. Definitely recommend that one to anybody.
0: Yeah, I didn't know Pro Box was free. Yeah. So I hadn't even tried to watch it. Uh, so I did tune in. It's Thursday morning here for me when it came on. And I was sitting in my office at work watching boxing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dude, What a way to live, honestly.
1: Yeah. I used to do the same thing at my first job. We would sometimes have uh, work on Saturdays. And so we go into the office on Saturday and I would have boxing on one of my monitors while we're working. And if anybody was like, oh, just watching TV over here. Yes. I don't want to fucking be here. (laughs) Actually, yeah. It's Saturday. I'm watching TV on fucking Saturday. All right. Leave me alone. Okay, but here we go. Match room. This is one of the ones I would have been watching at work Uh, at the Sheffield Arena. Lee Wood. With the fucking clutch knockout oh. at the end of the seventh, good lord, Josh Warrington was putting a whooping on him. And uh, I, <clears throat> out of fucking nowhere, out of completely out of nowhere, Lee Wood decides to do something and keeps his WBA featherweight title
2: wasn't that shit beautiful it was insane Mm
1: -hmm. like i was watching it i was i was writing against warrington more than i was for wood and as i'm watching this like watching it play out like jesus like warrington is beating the shit out of him it wasn't even close he was losing until he won
0: that's becoming lee wood's mo though like that's the second (laughs) time yeah that, that i've seen
2: that's a crazy is... mo. Just just get the break speed off you until you land a good punch.
1: Yeah, he's like getting. He's going in there doing CTE for reps. He's trying to get as much of it <laughs> as he can. Like Lee Wood was getting his ass straight up beat. I'm not sure. Wow, I really wonder what would happen if they, he had a trilogy with Lara. Well, what would happen if he faced Lopez?
0: Um, I, I think Lopez would beat him. I always watch a Lara fight. Yeah, Lara is one of my favorites.
1: Lopez is, he's unorthodox, a little bit strange in his approaches, but
2: he's still got heavy hands. Yeah, I, I think Lopez would beat him just off like that um, weird, unorthodox style.
1: And as much as we were making fun of Josh Warrington for like his headbutts, he didn't do it that much. I think I only saw two. I saw two. There, there weren't there was that many. There were two
0: really blatant ones. Yes,
1: but I like, don't know. He's if...
0: just dirty in general, though. It's yeah. not just the head,
1: Yeah, he did uh, uh, tap the family jewels at one point, but uh, L- Wood wasn't necessarily doing himself any favors to avoid that kind of stuff.
2: Oh, he is from Leeds, no. so it makes sense.
0: <laughs> well, oh. and Wood's hit him five times before he hit the canvas. Like, yeah, that clean. shit was crazy. Like, Out of nowhere, just crazy combination for the knockout.
2: That shit was Fucking that was like a Broadway show. Warrington
1: uh, yeah. his head was like suspended in the air or something. And <laughs> yeah, by teachers. Clean,
0: Clean shots. He didn't hit him once when he was down.
1: Nope. He was still fully up, or would not be considered down at least, and he was getting cleaned up. I don't remember anything else from this card because I don't really care. Uh, if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna go talk about like fucking British, I don't know, jobbers. British, British <laughs> boxing? Yeah, you go, go on to, to Discord and you can talk with the Brits over there. Uh, later this evening, this same evening we had at the Chelsea, in at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas, uh, Gilber- Gilberto Zordo Ramirez is back. He makes his cruiserweight debut against Joe the Common Man Smith. Uh, Union
2: Joe, baby.
1: Yep. The common man, did. he tried his best, but he didn't get the win. He got lost by UD. Uh, really quick, uh, Bectomir, the Bully, Melakuziev stops Alantes Fox in four. I don't necessarily agree with the stoppage when it happened, but it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. It was coming. But Alantes Fox was game, so that's pretty cool. Bektabully. Bully. All right, so... He's- Mm-hmm.
0: There was a crazy body shot knockout before that. Oh, really? Wasn't there? Oh, Tudor? what was the guy's name? There's a ringside highlight of the guy going down, and he spits out his mouthpiece, and it looks like he is in the worst pain I have ever seen.
1: <laughs> Darius Fulgum versus yes. Alan Kampa is in the first. Alright, I'll check that out. Cool. It-
0: yeah, it's a first-round knockout. The fight's not very long, but the look of pain on the Instagram highlight reel of this guy from the sidelines is just awful.
1: So that well, oh, that's pretty fun. I'll go check that out uh, really quickly on Zerto and Smith. So it was. I thought it was a pretty fun fight. Some uh, good back-and-forth exchanges. Okay. Uh, Ramirez was very clearly winning it wasn't really a question Smith just had some good shots landing here and there and we ended up with uh, 99 91 on all three cards
2: kind of a crazy scorecard but if you didn't watch
1: it definitely looks crazy
2: yeah he he definitely was getting outboxed without a doubt
1: yeah Joe Smith also very classy in the post fight talked up Ramirez and uh, was very forthcoming with what he could have done better so that's, that was great to see.
0: And Ramirez yeah. looked huge to me. Yeah. He's really filled out lately.
1: He was Dude. at once. He started uh, his pro career at 168. So looking at him now, it's insane to think that he was cutting himself down to that weight class. It's Yeah, it's kind of crazy.
0: But he's pretty young. Like, he might have actually grown a little.
1: He's 32. Or...
0: Oh, okay. He wasn't that young when he started then.
1: Uh, his pro debut was in two thousand nine, so fourteen he... years ago. Yeah, okay. He was eight. He was eighteen. So yeah, he's uh, yeah he's filled out, gotten a little bit of a uh, meat on his bones.
2: Uh, I wonder if they stay at Cruiser. Like does Joe Smith go there still, or does he uh, go back to the one twenty yeah, five?
1: They're both they're both staying at Cruiser. Um, yeah. Ramirez is this was his debut at Cruiser for. Gotcha. His uh he's now the WBA mandatory. The uh what's that fucking dude's name? He's from France. Arsen Bulamerian oh, oh. is the uh the guy that has the WBA belt, so Ramirez is his mandatory now. Um Joe Smith, when they asked him about going back to one seventy five or what's next, um he seemed a little reluctant to commit to continue fighting. But he did say that it like, you know, if I do, it's not gonna be at 175. So he'll be staying as well. So two recognizable name recognition cruisers join the fold. Drip's favorite cruiserweight Lawrence O'Coley needs some people to oh. fight. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh body Big of fan jack. Of <laughs> body Jack still he's got the WBC belt, IBF Opatia. We talked about him a little bit ago. So Badu that,
0: Jack has a belt still.
1: Yeah, he has the WBC. He got oh, run I have it no off idea. of. Uh, I don't
0: watch cruiser much. Eh. I, I like Badu Jack.
1: <laughs> He's um he beat uh, Ilunga Makabu, the guy that uh, Canelo mm. was supposedly going to fight.
0: Oh, I do remember that. Actually, yeah. I remember that fight because I was surprised he was still fighting.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Badu Jack is old. He's almost forty.
0: Well, and he had his third eye opened uh, like years yeah, ago. Yeah, Marcus Brown. Grossest boxing cut I have ever seen that they didn't Ugh. stop the fight.
2: Uh,
1: oh, they that they didn't stop it. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's hey, a good qualifier. All I'm
2: saying is that uh, Lawrence O'Coli also has a book out. Just throwing that out there.
1: Lawrence O'Coli has really? a book? Are you fucking kidding me? It's
2: actually got some pretty good reviews.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> I, would Hopefully i buy it no
2: yes it has to be ghost written if that's the case <laughs> it's, just, it's just i think it's one of those like life coach books where it's, it's called dare to change your life so it's definitely like a life coach type book
1: dare to change your life uh what's the there's a subtitle here
2: didn't aj like superiorly back lawrence rickoli what yes. happened with that like what what, <laughs> what what happened with that like he was sponsoring him like like it was his own child
1: um, he had some very un- boring, unentertaining, grimy fights. And then uh, Okoli got cut from Matchroom.
2: AJ said, smile later, kid. Yeah.
1: Don't so, need you. Dare to change your life. The subtitles find your ambition and make your dreams real with this book. I mean, like, With dude.
0: this book.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like Tyson Fury's stupid ass book that I also bought. But no, Tyson Fury has a book? He has a few books. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah,
0: he's got multiples. I yeah, refuse I ha- to
2: look at any of them. Uh, I have the uh, Furious Method one. Pretty shitty. Not going to lie, I didn't finish it. Because it, it just wasn't a good book all around.
1: It's another like... A used copy of Lawrence Cicoli's book for six dollars 75 Don't do it. <laughs> I might pick it up. Just to spite you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, go for it. I'm yeah. still gonna ride that. Eddie Hearn has the best book out right now. Out of the, the I would imagine Super he game. does.
1: He's a very savvy businessman.
2: Um, I'm waiting for AJ to drop a book. Definitely gonna pick that one up, autographed, of course.
1: Uh, let's keep it going. One quick thing: UFC 294 is coming up. It's on the 21st. If you want to hear more about that, the aforementioned oh. Ultimate Fucking Casual.
0: Definitely Can be that one. Can I jump in? with one more thing that happened last week that we missed guys
1: yeah please do
0: so um, Jinjiro Shigioka won the middleweight IBF championship belt in uh, it says Oda City but I think that's Tokyo uh, on Saturday here so it would have been Friday night for you guys
1: the so, IBF belt yep middleweight
0: minimum oh weight. minimum sorry I'm minimum, sorry. Oh, minimum to- weight I got I got excited and forgot to enunciate.
1: At minimum, yeah, right. He, all right.
0: He uh, he beat Daniel Velardez from Mexico uh, to win the the minimum IBF championship in Tokyo this last weekend. Dude, what's I a actually minimum, didn't boy? get to see it, but I pounds. 100 it's 105. Yeah, 105. 105? 105? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, you fuck. have to be between 100 and 105. These guys are like five foot two, though.
1: Yeah, they're really small.
2: Listen, Raz is like five foot three. He's, He's like watch, 150 though. pounds.
1: Uh, Raz also lifts weights a lot. Understandable.
0: Also, a um, pro tip that I just found out since I moved here to Japan: if you don't mind Japanese commentating, you can go usually to the uh, arena website and they stream them for free online. So you go where you would buy tickets and there's a link that says stream now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because uh, Casamero fights in Tokyo on Thursday. I was going to go, but I can't leave work early. And they're live streaming it on the Ariaka Arena website.
2: Interesting.
0: Dude, I'm still caught up on the 105 part.
1: <laughs> um, let's get into our reviews. We're running a little low on time so we're going to be previewing from october 8th to the 21st i'm gonna just knock out the between those that date those dates um i'm gonna just get the quick shit out of the way on the 21st is uh alexis rocha versus giovanni santian these are welterweights i mean watch if uh, I, if you want to i, I if, I'm not going to I'm not gonna kink <laughs> from you if that's what you Can't advise. Life. Yeah.
2: Can't advise with it.
1: Do not recommend, but whatever. Probox TV is back on the 18th. Brandon Glanton versus Carlos Romero is the headline. On the 14th is KSI versus Tommy Fury. Let's go. So there's that. I'm hoping that YouTube killer continues. Uh, also on the 21st, let's uh, jump back to that. Jack Catterall versus... Jorge Linares. Uh, These are one forties, so that's kind of fun. Uh, uh, I like
0: Linares, but I think he's definitely past his prime. absolutely past it.
1: Absolutely past his prime. Uh, I I actually want—I think of the line from Rocky: "When was my prime, Mick? Where was my prime? Because when was Linares' prime?"
2: Yeah, that's a sad. It's a sad scene too.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right, so at the Gold Coast Convention Center in uh, Broad Beach, Australia, Motherf- uh, Tim Zhu, he's currently the interim WBO champion, he's facing ranked second Brian Mendoza. This, then they're fighting for the leg- the full title. So if Jermel Charlo comes down, you know, one of his belts was taken away. So that's kind of interesting how that situation would work out.
0: Um, I'm excited for this fight. Yeah. I I like watching Kip He's
1: he's usually a good show. Yeah, he's a, he has yeah. an entertaining style, it's very entertaining, and he's very talented too. And Brian Mendoza, he's uh he's on the come up. He got that kind of surprise knockout of Sebastian Pandora. and he came onto the yeah, scene which when he's
0: was also crazy to watch. Yeah, that, like I was shocked.
1: He also before that he got, he got into that fight after knocking out Jason Rosario with which was also pretty interesting to watch cuz Rosario is also pretty large for the division. So Mendoza is like striking while the iron's hot. I think that's what they're doing here.
0: <clears throat> well, and apparently you can't co- count him out because he's had the the upsets in the past.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there was somebody else that Ruby told me to pay attention to. That's on this card, but
0: uh uh you got Josh Kelly and Xander Zayas.
1: The, yeah, these guys are listed. Josh Kelly and Xander Zayas are the top the first and third rated contenders in the WBO. So the winner of this is more than likely going to have one of those guys. I'm going to assume Zayas is going to be their mandatory cuz whatever Bob orders, that's what that's what happens. True. The Soul Taker? That's your nickname, dog? The who? Tim Zoo is the Soul Taker.
2: What? Dude, that's kind of hard. That's, that's kind of hard. That's wild. That's hard. I fuck with that. The Soul Taker.
1: I think it's Sam Goodman that they were talking about versus Migo Flores. Dude. They're featherweights.
2: Dude, what a name. So, there you soul go. Taker.
1: Uh, so that those are really the only two... On the card that I was that are on my radar, I'm probably going to see something really awesome uh, when it actually happens. But all right, yeah. let's let's get to the top ranked card. Also on the 14th. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, for you, Shana, the PBC card, the Tim zoo card is going to be on the 15th. I think around midday for you.
0: Right. Yeah. Australia's about the same time zone as me. I think. Okay. Give or take.
1: In. Rosenberg, Texas, random kind of a random place, I guess. Uh, let's go from the bottom up. Richard Torres. I saw he was added to this card a few weeks ago. Versus dude, Tyrell Yeah,
2: the Stash. The stash, dude. I think he's still in college too. Fun fact.
1: The Stash Man. I was looking at his, like his, uh, his physical measurements. Like he should probably consider cruiserweight. Is like the, the he's 6'2, which is already like there's a uh, super middle weights that are that height. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude has to consider moving down because 6'2, 220, coming in around 220 to 230, like you're a bridger weight if you remember that fucking farce. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> but that bar of soap,
1: yeah, that's what that's where he is, that's where he lands is in at the top of the bridger weight limit. So, well, a... and
0: it looks like he could cut the weight. Yeah. Like,
1: he, he's soft. He looks soft. Yeah. Uh, but, oh well. Um, I'm sure he's going to hear this and he'll really consider it. So, mm-hmm. whenever you want to chat, uh, Ricky T. Hit <laughs> the line. Yeah. Uh, Keyshawn Davis, the businessman, he is fighting Nahir Albright on the 10 round lightweights. So, yeah, Keyshawn's uh, arch nemesis. Andy Cruz is they're uh, jaw jacking at each other you'd love to see it the main event though is Johnny Beck Alim Canuli versus Vincenzo Gualtieri they are unifying their WBO and IBF respectively they're u- unifying titles so these are middleweights so when earlier when you said IBF minimum weight and I heard middleweight this is why I got confused I was like wait a fucking second did Gualtieri get stripped <laughs> or something and I didn't hear about it Who lost <laughs> Yeah. He lost it in a street fight.
0: <laughs> to a tiny Japanese man. To a little Japanese Imagine. man.
1: I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> yeah.
1: Love that. Rocky V. What a horrible movie.
2: <laughs> Terrible. But we'll still accept it.
1: It's still part of the. Yeah, it's part of the pantheon of Rocky movies. But anyway, uh, Johnny Beck is decent. But I mean, being a. Hurts me to say use this term, big fish in a little pond. But yeah. Um rest in peace, Errol Spence. We hardly knew you. <laughs> um, I wanna look at who else is at the top of middleweight. Okay. So Johnny but this is box wreck, you know, grain of salt. So Chris Eubank is at the top, Liam Smith, uh Melorim, oh, Kazakhstan guy, uh WBC champion. Carlos Adamas. I'm not I'm sorry to my best wishes to Jamal. I really hope he gets better soon or whenever, you know, at your own pace, big dog. But you Carlos Adamas is the WBC champion for at 160. Uh Michael Zarafa. And then Johnny Beck. Ammo Williams. Ooh, Ammo Williams. Yo. He's a fun one to watch. Vincenzo Gualtieri, who he's fight who Johnny Beck is fighting now. Elijah Garcia. And there you go. I don't, I'm not really interested in reading further. <laughs> uh, so Johnny Beck and Vincenzo. I've never seen Vincenzo fight. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't. Uh, that's that's going to make either. two of us. I,
2: three of
0: yeah. us. It's a great name, but I don't recognize it.
1: Yes. That's exactly what I was going to point out is his name is Vincenzo Gualtieri. And he's from Germany. What? He's Huh? a german citizen? like bro, what? you're from huh? the boot. That's
0: the most italian name i have ever heard.
1: yes. you
2: said vincenzo.
1: vincenzo gualtieri. you are you are a boot man. you My cannot man not sounds be. like a
2: he sounds like a chemistry experiment. <laughs>
1: All right, so these boys are going to unify their 160 titles. uh Carlos Adams, to me, he's the fucking king dingling of the 160 division. <laughs> Um, Elijah Garcia, I'll have to see what Vincenzo brings to the table, but Johnny Beck is a little out of his reach. Uh, maybe Shane Mosley Jr. can make something happen with his career. Uh, Le- Liam Williams, Kieran Conway. There's really not a whole lot going on here. It's No,
0: it kind of emptied out the middleweight division.
1: Yeah, thanks, Canelo. Bastard. Bastard. Yeah. I can only think of what, if any decent 140 guys, 154 guys move up to 160. Or, I don't know, maybe some not very good super middleweights cut down. Maybe Derevyanchenko. 37, good God.
0: 37 is not that old. <laughs> no,
1: hey, and, I'm like and... right in the neighborhood, so. <laughs> uh, uh, that I think that's it, though. Tommy Fury, please. I don't really like you, but please beat KSI.
2: Ah, oh, come on. What's what's the hate on Tommy Fury? He's not a bad dude. <laughs>
1: he beat my Lord and Savior Jake Paul. That's what the problem Under-
2: is. Understandable.
1: <laughs> I do I honestly do hope that he does win. I kind of do want the like this YouTuber boxing shit to to stop. Dude, th-
2: there there is no doubt in my mind that he's going to win. There's absolutely absolutely no reason he should lose a ksi none whatsoever not, a, not none not a crumbs worth of reason he should lose
1: i was actually doing doing some uh working on this little project with ant and we were looking at some ksi footage look like kind of scripting out a little promo video kind of thing and ksi mm-hmm. is trash a hundred percent trash he is fucking (laughs) horrible um jake paul say what you will about him you know as like a personal influencer or whatever or personality he actually does try to fight to learn how to fight and he's not He looks like what you would expect from like a really a lower level entry level boxer not horrible ksi is just straight up garbage Yeah. Uh, I honestly
0: don't even follow it enough to have an opinion on these guys.
1: I wouldn't have known if we didn't, if if Ant and I weren't trying to make that video thing. Otherwise, I would have never seen. I would still be going for Tommy Fury though.
2: Tommy Fury will not let us down. Like I said, there is not any reason he should be losing this fight. Not one.
0: Yeah, Uh... but. I've said that before about other fights, and people have just shit the bed, so.
1: Yeah, like I said about Jermel Charlo.
2: Oh, 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 Jermel.
1: Um, All right. Sad story. Yeah, I think that is going to do it for this episode. How are we on time? Ooh,
2: just an hour. Good timing. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: the only other thing I was going to rep some more japan boxing so Casimiro fights in tokyo on thursday i hate Casimiro, and i hope that uh i hope that he loses but i don't think he will i've never heard of this japanese guy but the other other anui fights on the uh undercard takeshi anui fights
1: takeshi.
0: yeah yeah some guy from thailand so might be worth watching
1: um, uh, Takeshi or Takashi? Is it Takeshi or Takashi? Uh, Takeshi. Uh, Takeshi. Any, okay. Yeah. Um, he's not terrible. He's clearly not as good as his brother, but he's all right.
0: No, Takashi is the brother. This is—I don't think this guy's related at all. Oh. Um, wow. But I have seen him fight before, and he—he's fun. Oh, okay. He—he's also a little bigger. He's at super welterweight. So.
1: All right. So there's that. Um, Let's see. I have my little, in case of emergency, glass break topic that we don't (laughs) need to get into. Network stuff. huh? So I mentioned Ultimate Fucking Casual a few times. So if you're into MMA, you can go head over there. Hard Shell Tacos. If you Mm. are interested in getting all up in your feelings, then you can join us over there. And the Prog Pats... Um, Progressive patriots. If you want, if you would like to hear political discussion, um, I'm joined by some of my some of the other progressive veterans in my circles, and we talk about the news of the day. Very unfortunate um, recent happenings. My heart it hurts seeing this stuff in in Gaza in Israel. Fucking terrible. (sighs) But before we move on to get out. Do either of you want to plug anything besides Takashi in a way?
2: No, I'm good. Get a bag Tuesday. Fuck Tyson Fury. Go Tommy Fury.
1: Oh, that was going to be for parting words. Oh, sorry. Plugs, uh, you want to plug uh, Eddie Hearn's book or Lawrence Coley's book?
2: (laughs) Uh, hmm. Eddie Hearn's book, recommend. Eh, Not so much Tyson Fury's book, or books, I should say, plural. Yeah, sounds about right.
1: All right. So social media stuff um lvx media net is on every platform if you don't find it it's because we're not on it
2: like it share it love it
1: yes uh, do all the internet shit um interacting with posts and interacting with the podcast on whatever your preferred platform is it people say it all the time because it really does help it helps a lot more than you realize uh so if you could please contact stuff, um, the website, lvxmedia.net, <laughs> uh, so you go to the B-sides page, the B-sides button, it's like right there, big old red boxing glove, and the contact info is in there. It will also be included in the outro. The, the motherfucking phone line is anonymous and unattended. I don't even answer my own phone when people... Unattended
2: fuck. is great.
1: Yeah, no, like, I don't answer my own phone when it fucking rings. Like, I don't know what makes you think I'm gonna... What makes people think I would answer a call from some fucking random person that I've never met. So...
2: who That that number for the phone line, is it, like... What is that number, I guess? Like, is it, like, a second phone number you have? or Yeah,
1: it's, a, like... it's like a digital line that just goes straight okay. to a voicemail. But you can also text it as well if that... I know people are fucking pansies, and when it comes to putting your voice, uh, like, attributing your stupid-ass opinions to yourself, (laughs) people uh, immediately back away. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But whatever. Um, So you can text me if you want to tell me I'm an idiot. Um, I'm just going to tell you that you're one, too, so it's fine. Either way. But the number is 833-LUX-PODS. It's so easy. It's like I really thought this out or something all right very uh, creative
2: very creative
1: parting words here what do we what do we got not start us off because uh, uh drift needs to think of some new ones
2: oh yeah uh,
0: oh i should have thought about this before but i didn't I, i'm not good at catchphrases
1: it doesn't have to be a not catchphrase necessarily could be anything yeah uh watch the fucking casimero fight Watch. hope cheer for him to yeah. lose.
0: Um the the new season of anime is baller if anyone's into that there's a bunch of good ones out on Crunchyroll
2: All right duly noted duly noted
1: Yeah fucking parting words um my very terribly designed merch is available on the website But I I like it cuz I'm not very good at it and I made it But so I, I'm proud of it anyway It's like my What thing. are you
0: selling for merch T-shirts uh, Just T-shirts oh, awesome.
1: and uh, long sleeves they're, I don't think they're rated. They're hoodies, kind of. Long sleeve shirts with hoodie, with hoods on them. Bro, I, don't, I, I, don't need, think a, I need a
2: hoodie. I need I a hoodie for the winter. It's getting cold out here.
1: I don't know if they're thick enough for that. So I don't know if I can fully recommend it for that purpose.
0: <laughs> You're really selling these. I know. Yeah,
2: right. I really want
1: one now. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Um, uh, um, yeah, what can I say? learning on the job other than that that's gonna do it for this episode of
2: b-sides boxing oh last parting words oh oh oh. if you're doing any kind of language learning on duolingo go do your lessons this is your (laughs) reminder
0: (laughs) yeah because the owl hasn't scared you enough
1: yeah the owl has your mother tied up in a basement (laughs) uh you know there's actually uh you could get 40% Forty percent off a lifetime subscription to Rosetta Stone.
2: Oh, is it is it better than Duolingo?
1: Very much so. Oh,
2: I'm about to dabble in that then.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hit My me up.
0: Is not going anywhere. I might have to go buy that.
1: Yeah. I, when I lived in Korea, I got the Korean one. It helped a lot. Uh. All right. Enough of that. If you do want that Rosetta Stone code, you can text me at the fucking number. Um, so that's gonna do it. Thank you for listening. Fuck Tyson Fury. Tommy Fury is our new hope, our new dreamboat. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. See you guys later.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed, or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at eight three three. Five eight nine seven six three seven. That's eight three three Lux Pods. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to LVXentertainment.net.